Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Hello, welcome to Executive Presence Morsels Poker Week. So today we're going to talk about a pretty well-known poker term called on tilt, right? Being on tilt. Uh, and just simply put, it's when you just get so caught up either positively or negatively, you start making decisions that maybe um, are not in your best interests. If, um, if you had not been so caught up in the moment, you may have chose differently, perhaps uh, more wisely. And I'm going to talk about this a little bit differently um, than maybe other people would be. So first of all, what I'd like to say is emotions are not bad. All right. You heard it from me. Emotions are not bad. Right. You hear a lot of people. Let's take the emotion out of it. Let's not get emotional. Those people are fools. Right. That is not that is such a simplistic way of looking at emotion. And feel frankly, it's like a stunted way um, of living. And it's kind of sad. Right. If if you don't allow yourself to embrace emotions and the knowledge and the wisdom that can come from emotions. So emotions are not bad. Doesn't mean they're always good, but definitely they're not always bad. And second of all, numbers are not always good, right? I know that's going to really, uh, you know, there's a lot of people who are just very technically minded and they're like the data, the data, the data. We always got to do the data. Well, the numbers aren't always the be all and end all. Anyone who knows statistics knows that you give a good statistician um, enough data and they can tell whatever story you want it to tell. And even our perspective and how we run the numbers and run experiments can be informed by our preconceptions, by our view of the world, and indeed by our biases. So numbers are not always by default good. Doesn't mean they're bad either. They can always be, they can often be a helpful tool, but they are not always good. And the key is to use the best of both effectively, right? And what can happen is when your ego or your pride is driving your decision, which is often what happens at the poker table when you're on tilt, this can make you decide poorly and abandon otherwise reliable processes you already have in place for good decision making. And that is the challenge with being on tilt. And you can imagine situations, and maybe you've had these situations in your professional life, where you knew you shouldn't do something, but you did it anyway because you were on tilt. Or you knew you should do something, but you refused to do it. You refused to do it because, you know, and just picture someone with their arms, you know, tightly across their chest going, no, 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 shaking their head. I'm not going to do it. I know I'm supposed to do it, but I'm, darn it, I am not going to do it. That is also being on tilt. Now, the other thing, and this is sort of a side note, um, you know, when something is really important to you, the the odds of success uh, should not always just be the only decider, right? If you don't take into account your values and what your heart and your humanity is telling you, indeed, you are no longer human. So imagine um, you have a 5% chance of stopping some horrific kind of 
crime that's going to impact like millions of people, but it's a 5% chance, right? Logically, you'd be like, why would I do that? I wouldn't do that, right? It's 5%. That's crazy, right? I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Or would you be the type of person that says even a 1% chance of my success, I'm going to have to do that. So the question is, how can you tell the difference, right? When, when you're in the heat of the moment and you are definitely feeling like maybe your decision making um, may not be the best, how can you tell the difference and what can you do? So there's a couple things that you can do. Um, you can find out what others think, right? So talking to other people can sort of offset um, or balance and give you more perspective. And sometimes you don't have immediate access to another person or you don't have the time to maybe call that person up. Um, what you can do is you can think about that person that you value, that you respect and think, what would they do, right? If they were in this situation, picture how they would react. And that can also be a useful way to sort of offset poor decision-making under tilt. Another thing you can do is if you have it available, give yourself extra time. Take a walk, step away from the situation, take some deep breaths, recenter yourself so you can be sort of at peace before you make the decision rather than caught up in whatever's going, good or bad, right? Good or bad emotions um, can actually uh, make you not see clearly as you're making your, this decision. And if you are thinking, I know I should, but just don't do it, right? <laughs> I mean, if you say, once you think that, I know I should, but like, just don't do it, just make the right decision. And that's kind of like the last uh, thing that I'd like to share with you. Um, it can be really powerful to make up like if-then rules. So if you anticipate that this kind of thing happens to you often, you can say, okay, if this happens next time, then I will do this. And if you have that prepared, you can write it down or you can just memorize it. You have a much better chance of doing that thing rather than doing the thing that you always do, which may not be in your best interest. So what I'd love for you to do today is ask yourself, when do you just totally go on tilt and lose your clear decision-making ability, right? Try to think of a scenario, and we all have them, right? Like, we're all guilty of this. None of us are, you know, innocent of this. So ask yourself, um, what is a single situation where I often do this that I'd like to choose differently, or at least have the choice to choose differently? And what am I going to do next time, right? What will I do to give myself the space to make a clear choice rather than making a choice on tilt? And maybe that's to talk to someone else. Maybe it's to phone a friend. Um, you know, if you want, you can call me, 201-500-8426, and say, Joe, you know, I don't need you to tell me what to do, but I'm just calling you because you said to call me and I have this decision. And even just the action of pausing and calling someone if the person doesn't give you any advice, or even if they're not there, just taking the moment to leave the voicemail and say, hey, you know, I'm calling you because I have this thing going on, can give you that distance, that perspective, so you can start to make better decisions, which lead to better leadership and hopefully more executive presence. Well, thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. I'm Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Remember, it's not what you say do or where, it's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters.
if you like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode, brought to you by our sponsors. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Do you look forward to attending another Hoham lecture, masquerading as a workshop? Ever notice how by the end, a lot of people have tuned out and no one has any questions for the instructor? If you could attend a workshop that prioritizes your engagement so you get the most out of the time spent, would you look forward to it? If you truly want to invest in your leadership learning this year, join us for our monthly Connection Counselor Workshop, where your participation is the key. Every month, we dive into another difficult leadership challenge and explore it together. Register for our next workshop now and watch recordings of previous ones at connectioncounselor.com forward slash workshop. Thank you. Welcome back to Poker Week. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and today I want to explore a really fascinating topic when it comes to poker and strategy, and that is why it matters what others think about you, right? Why does it matter what other people think about you, and what can that teach us about leadership and executive presence? So knowing what others think you will do is so key, right? It's not just what others think of you. It's what they think you will do in a given situation. So to use the poker metaphor, um, you know. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to be with you again. Join us next time for another tasty Executive Presence Morsel. So.